Chris have issues. What's good, folks? This is Eric and Chris Have Issues, the only podcast that comes preloaded on your brand new Microsoft Zoom. I'm Eric. And I'm Chris. Welcome to the show. On today's show, we will step into a time machine and take a look at one of our favorite videos from the 90s, and that will be coming up after this. All right, so the year is 1994, and a new movie has come out starring Dwayne Martin, Tupac, the homie Leon, who apparently actually has a last name. Wikipedia told me it was like Robinson or something like that. I never knew the dude had a last name. Well, I, I say I'll always know him as David Ruffin. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. David Ruffin and these are the temptations. <laughs> That's his name. Um, so it had Leon, it had Marlon Wayans, it had uh, the homie Avon Barksdale. What Harris? Uh, can you name the movie? Let's see. Uh, we got Avon, Marlon Wayans. Uh, I'm gonna go with Above the Rim for 500, Alex. Absolutely correct, my friend. And actually, the movie itself is is less important than the song that is that is the lead on the soundtrack, and that is "Regulate" by Warren G. and Nate Dogg. Um, so last time we did this, we took an in depth look at Aaron Hall's "I Miss You," and uh, we're pretty much going to do the same thing with "Regulate." So, so go wait, just before it. we get into that, I so, I don't remember this video very well, so. This is actually probably going to be like a brand. I mean, I remember it. I remember the song. I actually remember reading or watching. Excuse me. I remember singing the song on the bus with a bus full of rowdy uh, middle schoolers. But I don't remember the video because, you know, we ain't had cable and it was a little bit before the box came over to America. So uh, we weren't out here watching videos like that. So Mm. as I watched this. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, was yeah poverty is mother. So this, you know, I might actually try to see some stuff that I haven't seen in a while because I actually really don't remember the video too much. I, I remember the song, but not the video. So just to give that little disclaimer. I'm sure you will see something if you haven't seen it in a long time <laughs> because it's ridiculous. All right. So, uh, all right, let's get it. Okay. All right. All right. Let me just, let me just start real quick. So this is a Warren G and Nate Dogg song, right? Who are these trench coated fellas? Do you know who they are? Are they in like Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis cosplay? I have no idea. They look like the bad guys in a gangster movie about the 19, about the 1930s. It looks like 
uh, you remember <laughs> Dick Tracy? Like how it had all the characters in it and they were dressed like in trench coats and not quite zoot suits, but like they came out the thirties. Like that's what, that's what these dudes look like. And I have no idea. I remember idea when they are. Dick Tracy the movie came out and I told my mom I really wanted to see it, but I was afraid to say his first name. And so I was like, Hey, can we go see the, uh, Tracy movie? <laughs> She's like, what? I was like, um, Mr. Tracy. Right. <laughs> You know, yeah. the homie Richard Tracy. <laughs> Shout out to all these people naming their nicknames, <laughs> you know. Anyway. Okay, wait a second. So, like, that whole little <laughs> intro thing. Like, maybe he sounded gangster in 1994, but something about that just didn't hold up. Like, he sounds like he's he grew up in Malibu, but he wants to sound like he grew up in Watts. I like, feel like he enunciated that call to arms a little too much. Like, his elocution was, right. like, <laughs> way <the> too whole, <laughs> clear. <laughs> right. And the regulators! Like, he was clearly just not screaming it. Not yelling it, just you know what he sounded like. Saying. He sounded like somebody who also, started the you know the first person that starts to chant, and he's expecting everybody else to join in, but nobody actually did. Right, and, and he's just like he looks regulate. So, uh, okay, nobody else is doing this. All right, <laughs> right. So, so in 1994, like talking like that, maybe it, it brought fear in your hearts if you lived in Long Beach, California, but. Not in uh, 2018. In 2018, you just sound like the dude off Malibu's <laughs> most wanted. White men when my G was on the streets, trying to console some skirts for the beat, so I can get some phones rolling in my ride, chilling all along. Just get some skirts. Okay, so. Okay. Go ahead. So just watching this just now, I realized that for the past 25 years or however long this song's been around, I've completely misinterpreted the story because I always thought that those two were together, <laughs> but apparently they were separated. No. Yeah. And Nate Dogg was apparently driving around Long Beach, California, trying to find Warren G. That's incredibly inefficient. So. So this reminds me of The Wire a little bit. So you remember that scene where um I guess Avon was back in jail, Stringer was gone, and and Chris Partlow was like, yo, you know, we need to get on these streets, whatever. And then Marlo was like, yo, let's go to Atlantic City together, just us. Because so, so <laughs> Warren G is out here looking for women, right? And Nate Dogg is looking for Warren G. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like their I feel like their <laughs> missions were different. Like they were not insane. Right. <laughs> also, as inefficient as Nate Dogg is, just trying to drive around looking for Warren G. Warren G's method of just driving around looking for some women on the street sounds very inefficient as well and dangerous. That does not sound like a good plan. Listen, man, they didn't have Twitter. They ain't have Tinder back then. I guess not. But they don't have like establishments for that, like 
clubs or lounges. I don't know. Parties, something. So, and here's another thing. So, as we, we've established, Warren G was looking for women. Nate Dog was looking for Warren G. Even though he passed a car full of girls, he was like, I ain't even tweaking. <laughs> Just like Marlo. Right. Like, right. That scene where Avon sends the lady of the night, I guess, to uh, be mm-hmm. with Marlo and they get done with their business. And he's looking like he'd rather be doing his taxes. I feel like Nate Dog is <laughs> kind of in this same vein. Yeah, I think I think that's accurate. All right. All right, let's get back into it. Whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Was that Charmaine in the backseat? Let's let's let's, let's like Aaron Hall Charmaine. I think it is. So she's alive. So that brings like a whole bunch of other questions. Um I don't know where the Aaron Hall video took place, but did she secretly fake her death and leave him with a giant baby so that she could come to the LBC? And well, I mean, a giant newborn baby, I guess I should specify. And then like move to California so she could, uh, or, dog and orangey. Is or that consider this as we'll see throughout the rest of the video, maybe Nate dog. And or Warren G. I don't really know how biology works, but and or Warren G. Was actually the father of the baby. And Aaron Hall was like really just a good dude who mm. is now wifeless and taking care of a baby that ain't even his. Maybe. Maybe uh, she was Charmaine playing this whole time. Possibly. I don't know. She is. She faked her death, bro. <laughs> That's what happened Amazing. when you wear octuple button suits. <laughs> And sunglasses inside in the dark. <laughs> All right. Look, girls, ain't no need to tweak. All you search for what's up with 213. So I hook select on 21 and live with some brother shooting dice. So I said, let's do this. Such a- okay. okay. All right. Warren G is definitely not a man on task. No, so, at all. So we saw Nate Dog, right? Nate Dog was like, yo, I'm looking for Warren G. I see these ladies. I ain't even tripping. I'm going to keep going. Warren G was like, I'm looking for ladies. Oh, wait, I see some dudes shooting dice. Let me stop. Some random dudes that he does not know shooting dice. Let me stop. Why are you just stopping to play dice with random Negroes when you're supposed to be looking for women? I don't know. Maybe he was like trying to make some money so he can. He found the ladies that he can, you know, take them out. Applebee's or something. I don't know. Just before two for 20. Right. I don't know, maybe, but it, it's hard for me to see the connection from, mm, let me see, where's some women? Where's some women? Ooh, there's some dudes playing dice. Let me go over there and do that. That's, okay, first of all, Mr. Suburbs, you don't play dice. You shoot dice. Did I say play dice? You said play dice. Oh, wow. That's that, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's not like they out here playing ballet, but <laughs> I, I regret saying that. Let's just keep going. That's definitely Charmaine. Okay. <laughs> Nate Dog is kind of grimy. a jerk. <laughs> He's grimy. 
Right. So not only is he he ta- he's he is focus oriented, right? You know how some people they get they make a list and they cross everything off that list, and then you got people who are just like A to Z, like they plan stuff at A and just hope that it yeah. makes it at Z. You know, and don't even worry about the D. Nate Dog is not that dude. Nate Dog is like, look, nope. I know what I'm doing. So much so that he sees these women get into an accident and he doesn't even stop to help. <laughs> No. He causes this accident, and he's just like, oh, "Hope you got AAA." So he 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 looks at them, sees them have the accident, and then he looks and sees his 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 brother Nate or his brother Warren G like in some trouble. So from right here, it sounds like they're like on the same street corner, right? Like if you can look over and see them crash, and look over and see him in trouble, it sounds like they're in the same street corner, right? <laughs> I, I mean, feel like, I feel like, you know, Warren G got this fatal flaw, right? Like, if, if he would have just, like, looked up, he would have saw the women and his mission will have been completed. Right. Like, every, everything sounds like it's happening on 21 and Lewis. Like, it's all right here. <laughs> it's all right here. Uh, as we've established, Nate Dogg's looking for Warren G. Warren G's looking for women. And, but they both happen to end up at the same spot. There's a few people shooting dice. And it's kind of looking like some stuff is breaking bad. But there's also been an, a motor vehicle accident. Um, <laughs> and these women are in need of assistance. But Nate Dog is too busy to offer said assistance. And like, right. am I following along correctly? Yes. So far, so good. Okay. Cause I got the, I got the lyrics like pulled up here just to make sure I'm not missing anything. All right. So let's, let's go back to 2 1 and Lewis. I'm getting jacked, I'm breaking myself. I can't believe they taking more and twelve. They took my rings, they took my Rolex. I looked at the brother, said, damn, what's next? They got my homie hemmed up and they all around. They got them up they going straight down for power. Okay. Does Warren G know how a robbery goes down? Because <laughs> it just seems like he's surprised that they taking everything. But me, I just kind of feel like in the course of a robbery, I'm kind of expecting to lose all of my value. Right. Like you wearing a nice ring, you wearing a Rolex, but bruh, I don't expect you to take that from me. Why would you do such a thing? All I know is Warren G should have uh, taken that advice from Friday when he rolled up to those players uh, playing dice. (laughs) (laughs) And he should have tucked his in. He should have tucked it in. Wanna come up real quick before they start the clown? I best pull out my knife and lay them busters down. They got guns to my head. I think I'm going down. I can't believe it's happening in my Wait, own town. Okay, okay. He just said they got guns to his head. I didn't notice that before. So the dudes that are robbing him do, in fact, have guns. Okay. I'm not an expert on the going downs of Southern California, but this video came out in 1994, mm-hmm. and if Warren G is surprised that folks are robbing and holding guns to your head in South, <laughs> you know, Southern California in 1994. This dude is sheltered. He like, doesn't belong he in is Southern a, California. He is as he is as aloof as he seems. Accurate. Okay, so, uh, all right, let's let's continue to set the scene. So we got Warren G. He is in a tussle, a uh, kerfuffle, some might call it. <laughs> um, we got Nate Dog, who is in his vehicle after swerving past women who just got into an accident caused by him, and he's not offering assistance to them. 
Will he offer assistance to Warren G? Let's find out. What fly, let me contemplate. I glance in the cut and I see my homie Nate. Sixteen in the and one in the hole. Nate Dog is about to make somebody's turn. Now they Okay. Alright. So we find out that Nate Dog is actually on site and he is itching to pull a trigger and kill somebody. Right. 16 in the goal. clip and one in the hole. So he has 17 shots to take out these guys. How many guys were there? Did it? Did we ever establish that? I don't know, but it should be noted that they also have guns to Warren G's head. Okay, so we got one against many. What are these like? Yep. Movie henchmen? Let's attack them individually. <laughs> They're like the right. anti-Captain Planet. <laughs> This is like the, like the episode of Power Rangers when like everybody's getting beat up by themselves, but then they just all happen to have this idea. What if we combined our forces? It's kind of like, why did you do that to begin with? <laughs> with your powers individualized. <laughs> First of all, you know what? I'm kind of mad that they gave Kwame the power of dirt. All right, whatever. <laughs> Earth. All right. I know it's Earth, but come on, man. That's just so, like, on the nose. It's not, it's not as whack as the little Indian dude who they gave heart. What is he supposed to do? How you win a fight with heart? <laughs> oh, man. Talk to the homie Deshaun. Um, <laughs> or, you know, the, the worst offender is Power Rangers. Hey, the Black Ranger, which, which, which color should we give him? Ask and answer, Your Honor. <laughs> right. Didn't they give the Asian one yellow? Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> like they weren't even trying to shake to to cover it up. And the White Ranger was the like most powerful one. So so okay. So everybody else had guns. Mm-hmm. Nate Dog had a gun. He just shot everybody and killed them all. None of them shot back. And. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand. I feel like this is one of those tales that it started. It was probably like just one dude, but like each subsequent storytelling, <laughs> retelling of the story, Nate Dogg would like added a few more people. I feel like it was actually like, you know, Nate Dogg probably just went up and mushed somebody, right? Exactly. He didn't even like over time, but became. Yeah, like you're right. You're right. I feel like if Nate was still with us this day and he was like remaking this song, like he would have had like tanks. He would have been. Mm-hmm. He would have used like a, a atom bomb or something like that. Yo, I saw my <laughs> homie getting uh, jammed up, so I splitted these atoms. <laughs> yeah, I just had split it. <laughs> you did. All right. Uh, looks like we're in a mu- musical interlude now, so uh, let's let's go ahead and enjoy that. With these clips of above the rim. And wait, 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 wait. Warren G just walked back to his car. Like shaking his mm-hmm. head. Like, did he thank Nate Dog? Are they riding together? I'm, I'm, I'm so confused. No, they're not. They're not riding together. They're they're riding separately because they were in two separate cars to begin with. They were in two separate cars. Okay. All right. So, I would also like to note that uh, in uh, Nate Dog's last verse, he went straight from he went straight from talking about how he killed these dudes to talking about how he had to find some women. That dude is focused. <laughs> he is focused. <laughs> He found his partner. He killed some people. <laughs> right. Now it's so time to get to, to business. <laughs> right. So, 
Aren't they in the same corner? <laughs> like, we really need to get these ladies from AAA. Because right. they were close enough to probably eyewitness this mass Wolfie. murder. <laughs> this <laughs> armed robbery slash mass murder. And they stayed. And they stayed. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's keep going, because we got a doozy coming up, if I remember correctly. Now they got the freaks, and that's a no fact. Before I got jacked, I was on the same track. Okay, all right. <laughs> Here's the thing. If Nate has the freaks, and that's a known fact, and you were looking for women, how come you just didn't get up with your homie Nate In to begin with? Place. I feel I, like I you just, know. you added all these extra steps that you didn't need to, to do. Yeah. It's like when... It's like when like you're playing basketball and you pass it out to somebody for an open three and then they pump fake and wait till their man gets to them and then they st- take a step back. It was like, oh, you just added to the difficulty of this situation unnecessarily. Right. It's your fault if you miss. It's, all right, it's so, his fault that he got robbed. Okay, I, I guess yeah, he it, got all this stuff back, though. Listen, I'm not in favor of victim blaming and I'm not blaming him for this, but I just feel like he did make a poor decision he made in several. this situation. He made several. Like you like you said, he should have got up with Nate Dogg in the beginning. He shouldn't have gone over to some randoms playing dice and decided to play with them. He It's a thirty second conversation. Hello. Hey, <laughs> hey, yo, Nate, man, I'm really need some women right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling some sort of way. I got you. Be there in ten minutes. That's it. Also, why didn't Warren G see these same women since they were on the same corner? They got tunnel vision, right? They So it's like Unbreakable. You ever see that movie? Mm-hmm. So Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson, they had the same fatal flaw, but they were just on opposite ends of the spectrum, right? So Nate yeah. Dogg and Warren G got the same fatal flaw, right? <laughs> Except Nate is like laser focused and Warren G is absolutely not. Exactly. He's uh, de facto... Mr. Glass. I got back up because it's on N-A-T-E-N-E, the woman to the G. Just like I thought they were in the same spot in need of some desperate Okay, so you you are, it's confirmed that you were an a-hole because you knew they needed help. <laughs> right. He said, also, he, he drove said, to them. <laughs> they had an accident. We don't know if they got concussions. <laughs> Well, though it's like some broken bones, or, you know, anything like that, right? Some some or head they got wounds. robbed because they're in L.A. First of all, that's racist. Um, also, that's correct. Um, but he like so I was just assuming like, hey, they got into the little fender bender. You know what? They'll be all right. I got things to do. But he then he comes back and he's like, they were in need of some desperate help, which means like the level of help was a lot more than you were letting on to begin with. Exactly. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. Confirmed. <laughs> it's confirmed. <laughs> this dude said they were in need of some desperate help, but Nate Dogg and the G child were in need of something else. Yo. Dude. Dude. We, we, we can't be doing that. No. Yo, we can't, we can't, nah, we can't be friends. We got to protect our, our women better than this. We can't be out here, just had an accident, and probably <laughs> afraid and everything, and you just like, yeah, yo, yo, I see you in need of some help. I'm going to help you, <laughs> but first, 
Well, is he going to help them? Because it didn't sound like it. Let's see. Let's see. I like your size. Nate. It keeps Nate. getting worse. I, I don't even know what to say at this point. I'm just so disappointed in Nate Dog. My floors broke down and just seemed real nice with just Why on earth would you say this guy seems real nice after he didn't watch you get into an accident <laughs> and then he just saunters <laughs> off? <laughs> I don't know. Because he came back, maybe? Okay. All right. So now we've established that everybody in this entire video makes poor life decisions. This is like the prototypical. This is like the 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 model for insecure. Yeah, so they're not fixing the car. They all go into the hotel. The hotel, by the way, which is like a brick wall with a sign with some Christmas lights that says the East Side Hotel. There are no doors um, that I can see on this hotel. And that makes me feel like the budget for this video was like mad small. I'm, I'm sure it was. But come on, dog. Nate. He didn't try. A motel. You can't even take a him to a place with inside entrances. They they can't even go to no Holiday Inn. They go into the East Side Motel. That sounds Listen, like one of them hourly joints. I wonder if the lady is like rethinking her decision or her assessment of him uh, seeming real nice at this point. <laughs> Who, Charmaine? I don't know. I mean, she <laughs> she got to lay low because, I mean, she's in like witness protection trying to hide out from Aaron Hall. <laughs> Yo, but... The the biggest thing is uh like after they get done at the East Side Hotel, East Side Motel, I mean, they car is still messed up. Oh, they he called didn't a tow help truck. Them at all. Oh, they called a tow truck from inside the room, right? It's that's implied. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> you could be right. Oh, shout out to Bernie Mac playing the cracker. Yeah. Is that the phone from Doctor Who? Yeah. Wow. Okay, first of all, I'm not sitting on that bed. No. I bet you that bed is it. disgusting. Yeah, don't take a black light in that room at all. Ugh. It is going to glow like the Taj Mahal. Does the Taj Mahal glow? I don't know, but it, it's going to glow. <laughs> I think the one in Vegas does. Yeah, yeah, that's one. That's the one we're going with. Did you hear that? He felt that. Did you hear that? Yeah. Woo! Yeah. I, gotta, I gotta hear this again. He was, he he said, was like, so, "We are changing the game with this G funk right here." Woo! <laughs> He felt this. Like, even in the video, it cuts to him. And he's just like, woo! The rhythm is the bass and the bass is the treble. No, it's not. No, it's not. Those are two different. (laughs) Woo! Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Also, who are those extra dudes that showed up at the motel? That sounds like (laughs) hustling backwards. Oh, that sounds like a West Coast production. And yeah, if you does. understand what that means, you need to call your accountability partner and clear your browser <laughs> history. <laughs> right. Stop using those inc- incognito browsers on Chrome. But yeah, I don't know where those 
where those extra dudes came from. They just popped up in the uh, in the motel. That yeah, doesn't I feel seem like Mr. Mark is about to walk in the background. <laughs> That's <Right>. terrible. <laughs> This is some Twitter deep before there was Twitter deep. Yo. The rhythm is the bass. And the bass is the treble. (laughs) Chords. Strings. We brings melody. Like, he's feeling this. He acted like they invented music. Everybody's fully clothed, by the way. So maybe this isn't what we thought it was. Maybe, maybe, maybe Warren G wanted some women just for some companion. Maybe, maybe, maybe they wanted to just take him to the East Side Motel to watch TV and like smoke and drink. Cause they just, maybe they're all sugar babies. And ain't no dudes actually talking to the women. Like the women are talking to each other. It's like an eighth grade dance. What does that mean? I don't know. Like he he just used the word that he was defining to define the word that he was defining. <laughs> And there are those mystery dudes again. If anything, Nate Dog, he was like, look, I'm going to help you out. His his idea of helping you out is murder, but it's not <laughs> calling a tow truck. <laughs> right. Like these, these women are on the side of the road after having an accident. And he's like, hold on. Hold that thought. I got to go kill some people right fast. Get my boy. Then we're going to come up and swoop y'all. This is, this is fascinating insight into like the mindset of a young black man in early 90s. It's, the nihilism is on point here. And then we got Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis uh, yeah, and clones again. Did they, did they ever do anything in the video or did they just walk in in the beginning and then stand against this brick wall at the end? Like I don't know who they are. You know what? Somebody's going to listen to this and they'll be like, yeah, we know who uh, grew up where and, you know, we know who's because you don't know who these dudes are. And I would just please email us, email me, hit me on Twitter. Let me know who these brothers are because they still ain't been together. They're just standing there. Dude got his hat cocked to the the side. Like, gee, (laughs) there's Leon again. So hopefully we open some people's eyes. Yeah, hopefully. You know, shout out to Hey, dog, and Warren G. We probably did. Eric and Chris have issues. Got some shout outs? I do indeed. Um, I would like to give a shout out to uh, Giant Lasers. Um, what? Yeah, so I read this, uh, well, I skimmed this article <laughs> that was talking. <laughs> it was talking it about. He reads articles like he studies for tests. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I didn't read the book. Why would I? Anyway, um, this article was talking about uh, giant lasers, and it was talk. the The title of it is "We Could Build a Powerful Laser and Let Any Civilizations Within Twenty Thousand Light Years Know We're Here." Although, should we? So apparently, this is something that people are uh, actually contemplating. 
uh, making a giant laser that they can just beam off into space that would do nothing else but to say that um, we're here. And I, I don't actually know the logistics of this. Maybe it'll be like a certain color so that it'll look different than, I don't know, say a star because there are thousands and thousands and millions of lights in the sky already. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't understand, like if something else is out there, I don't know if we want to let it like, should we all have a meeting before we decide that we're going to let them know that we here? Cause I don't necessarily like know some people don't want to be found. I, right. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want those problems. And, and I feel like, I feel like we shouldn't have a, a small group of scientists that want to build a laser and, and shot it off into space. Although if, if, it, if it goes 20,000 light years away, then I mean, we got time and I'm probably not going to be around for that. So I got a question about how much all this is a lot because way too much. I just just feel like people with money have absolutely no idea how to spend money. Like they will do everything. They will shoot lasers into the sky. They will go Mm -hmm. into space. They will, Mm -hmm. you know, buy islands. They will do all this except for like, you know, give it to other people and help them not be poor. Right. Like, right. Right. Speaking of that's just the hater in me. It's a bit of a segue, but speaking of large amounts of money, like, did you happen to see like all the money that was raised for all these campaigns that just got finished before everybody voted? Like every two years, all this money is raised so that we can have these terrible commercials and signs in the street. There could be so many other things happening with that money. I don't. Anyway, I, I digress. Man, late capitalism, man. We on the collision course. You know what? As as a matter of fact, shoot them beams, shoot them lasers, have them aliens come and find us so they can destroy us all because, you know, we really jumped the shark here. Yeah, we I guess we did. We're done. Hey man, it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> Absolutely. You got any shout outs? Yeah, so I saw this story. Uh, apparently there's this guy out in the Netherlands, which means he's Dutch. Which is uh, exactly how I used to pay all my dates before I got married. <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, it's brilliant. <laughs> this is guy. He's 69 years old, and he wants to prove that it is legally possible to be as old as you feel, according to the Huffington Post. So apparently, this dude is trying to get his age. He's trying to turn back the clock, get that old thing back, and have his age lower from 69 to 49. Because he thinks that he looks like he's 49. What? Yeah. Yeah, right. So this dude, he's a he's a media personality and motivational guru, which means he just be clogging up your inbox with all these newsletter emails. That's that's not how time works though. No, no, here's the thing. He he is a motivational guru specializing in self-awareness. Which means he is probably terrible at his job if he's trying to get his age changed from 69 to 49 because he thinks he looks like 49 when in fact he looks like he's 79. It also means that he is terribly not self-aware. <laughs> he's self-unaware. Right, right, that term? That's Wow. So, so here's the thing, though. Like, he kind of makes a good point, right? Because he says, quote, when I'm 69, I'm limited. If I'm 49, then I could buy a new house, drive a different car. I can take up more work when I'm on Tinder and it says I'm 69. I don't get an answer. 
when I'm 49 with the face that I have, I will be in a luxurious position, unquote. So he has a point, right? So he's like, yo, I can't do all this stuff if people think I'm old. But if people think that I'm younger and they believe that I'm younger because I look younger, allegedly, <laughs> then why shouldn't I be able to change my age? You know, people could change their gender. He argued in court. Why can't I change my age? Wow. Like, I, I guess I guess all of that stuff is true. Um, like you probably will get a little bit more play if, if women think that you're 49 instead of 69. Uh, however, um, time has passed, bro. Like you're done. You're, uh, he's old and you got to own that. You know, I'll, I'll be honest. If I could do it, if this was a thing, I'd do it. But hopefully that knee pain I got goes with that age too. Like, can I rewind the clock and instead of being 35, I could be 25 with 25-year-old knees and joints? Yeah. Can I get my athleticism back? Can I get 25-year-old bills, you know? Right. Or 25-year-old problems. Right. Bruh. Like, now, he, he, he argued this in court, and the judge was sympathetic, right? Or empathetic. The judge said, hey, look. I understand your argument, but they did note that the law does allow people to change their gender, but that if it you change your birthday, because he wants to change his actual birthday on his birth certificate. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. No, he's all in. The judge said, hey, if you change your birth certificate, you would be deleting a part of your life. And I mean, I guess I see that, but I mean, I really think it's just a piece of paper. You know, because you, you, you still got them 20 years. You still knew what happened with during those 20 years. And which 20 years do you get to delete then in that case? Do you like, do you have to take them all at once? Or can you take a year here, a couple years there? Because if that's the case, like, I'm getting rid of 1998. I'm getting rid of like, you know, 2011. <laughs> well, or do it you have to like take them consecutively? It sounds like he's taking away the first 20. So his mom had him. As a 20-year-old baby, 20 years after, she actually physically had him. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, you just make my head hurt with all that. Anyway, but shout out to Emil, I guess. Wow. I didn't think they made Emils that while well, they, that long ago. I was about to say, they stopped. It's, uh, he's... <laughs> And shout, also, shout out to him for being, like, 70 years old and on Tinder and knowing how to use that. Like... That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's that's impressive. That's impressive. That is impressive. He sounds lonely. He does. That's sad. Yeah. Um. All right, folks. We're going to tip on out of here. Mosey on down the road, so to speak. Uh, but you can listen to Eric and Chris have issues anytime. Our shows are found on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Subscribe and rate us. Leave us a review. Help folks find out about us. If you want to find out about us, you definitely want them to find out about us. Uh, sometimes we write. Most times we don't, though. Uh, <laughs> but you can find the website at ericandchrishaveissues.com or medium.com backslash ericandchrishaveissues. You can also break bread with us on social media at ENC have issues. Actually, no, you can break bread with us on social media at Eric and Chris have issues on Facebook 
and at ENC have issues on Twitter and you follow each of us individually on Twitter at Walk says W A L K S A Y S. And I am the abstract, the abstract T H A A B S T R A K T. I cannot spell. <laughs> with that, uh, today's show is a wrap. As always, thanks for rocking with us. Be good. Peace.